Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. A little while back, I was driving down Louis Road in Orange Grove, and I couldn't help but notice that all the men that I usually see sitting on the curb waiting for jobs were eating what appeared to be the same food out of individually prepared takeaway containers, and they all looked totally satisfied. I subsequently learned that the food is delivered to the men on a weekly basis as part of a collaborative initiative between Victoria Matlabe, Anthony Sachs and Tammy Levine. All three of them join me now in studio to tell me how this initiative began and welcome to all three of you. Thank you. So Anthony and Victoria are restaurant owners. Anthony is uh, from the kosher restaurant next door in Nord. Vicky has a restaurant called Vicky's Restaurant in Orange Grove. And Tammy, you are the donor, one of the people involved in putting the project together. I'm going to start with Victoria or Vicky. Um, I'm assuming that the food that I saw, and I was like literally had my head out of the window trying to figure out what was going on, is from your restaurant. Is that correct? Yes. So every week you make food for... How many people? For 60 people. 60 people. Yes. And what food is it? Is the, actually it's for uh, black people's food. We cook like pap and three veggies and meat. So it's a substantial meal. It's a, it's yes. a full meal. It's yes. um, carbohydrate. Yeah. yeah, no, I saw that. I saw that. It's not just a papa uh, meat and three veggies. A lovely looking meal. No, I, I, I can testify <laughs> to that because, as I said, I was like so curious to see what they were all sitting and eating, and it was very dignified. You know, you you got the sense that this is not somebody's leftover pizza that's been at the back of the car for three days, kind of thing. This was a very good, um, substantial looking meal, and the men were looking happy. And I'm saying men all the time um, because I'm assuming there are all men. I haven't seen women there. Yes, yeah. must, there is the woman also. There's white. They stay to the restaurant in front of the restaurant right. and wait for the guys to deliver. So they always start with the five women, the white ones. Okay, so we're starting off with you because you are providing the food, yes. which brings me to Anthony to ask what is Next Door's role in this project? Um. Our, our role is really just providing the uh, the manpower and uh, a little bit of logistical assistance. Um, so we we basically um, liaise with Vicky um, and make sure that everything's in order, and we we pick up and distribute. Right. So you pick up the food. Um, Vicky knows to make sixty meals. Mm-hmm. You the ones. Do you? Put the meals into the containers. Uh, and Vicky's packing everything ready. So she's Vicky, got, Vicky's uh, got. So we, got by the time you arrive, uh, with, a, with a fork, uh, a little bit of salt, yeah. and uh, ready, ready to be uh, seasoned. We pick up. Uh, we take a couple of crates through. We fill up the crates. They assist us with filling up the crates. We basically have a driver who assists us with doing this, right. and we load a car. The driver takes the, the the load out to the street and offload. Right, and then that brings us to you, Tommy. Hi. <laughs> um, what 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 is your role in this in this project? Um, so, you know, Ant and I saw each other on a few social occasions, and I think we just both shared a similar sentiment that we wanted to do something. And we just, we know, we, we brainstormed a couple of ideas, but very kind of organically, very chilled, like it wasn't a sort of a, we weren't taking it particularly seriously at the time. And it just kind of evolved, and so we decided that we wanted to provide food, and we thought about how would that work best, and um, assisting somebody else's business really became the kind of the best part of it, and uh, so that was the so I, I had access to some funding, and Anthony really put it together. He found Vicky, he found the guys, 
And so he kind of like became the glue that put everyone together. Uh, Anthony, how did you find Vicky? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Pup and Flo's. Okay. <laughs> Pup and Stew, and I've got, the, I've got a thing that if I feel a little bit under the weather, I need some nurturing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need some nurturing, and I, I gravitated towards the, uh, Vicky's uh, Pup. So you uh, have a restaurant, shop. Vicky, in, in Orange Grove, in yeah. 17th Street, just off 17th Street. So it's yeah. on the corner Lou both and corner Lou both and Louis. Yeah. So I, I, I basically passed her on the way to work. I've always known that she was there, and I popped in there when I when I needed some nurturing, and I and I got a sense from Vicky quite quickly um, that she was uh, she was a nurturer, um, and as as a lot of caterers are, they're uh, very in, often in touch with people's uh, needs and and uh, and want to fill those needs. Um, and I think it was a correct sense, and I've, I've, I've seen that when Vicky prepares her the 60 meals every week, she's very concerned and very uh, in, in, uh, involved, making sure that the guys are enjoying, and she's putting out something something good. Um, and that's, uh, that just links up to the guys just across the street as well. Everything was very close. Okay, so let, let's just go back to the men you were identified and the right. couple of women. Um, so we all know them. We all drive up that road. We know that these are people who are sitting there and waiting for jobs waiting or waiting for, for opportunities. Yeah. Piecework, whatever it is, mm-hmm. some, somebody that's needed. And, and we probably don't even know how often they are used and when they're used and how many meals they eat. A week, right? right? How were they just the closest to you? Well, I mean, how did you identify those? It was very much Anthony's idea. I think he's been involved in um, different types of work in the past, and he really felt that these were great, deserving people. They were looking for jobs, and they were hungry people. And yeah, that was something very much sort of charity starts at home. It was right on our doorstep. This is where I, I drove through and drive through every day, drive past these guys every day, and they they're legitimately waiting for work. They're not asking for a handout. No, they're they're waiting for work and to assist them while they were uh, waiting for work and to look after themselves seems to be, make mm-hmm. the most sense. And um, you decided on Wednesdays. Sometimes Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> so how, 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 what was, okay, so you identified, okay, these are the men. Um, just, just to get a little bit better understanding about the men, are they the same men every day? And It um, uh, also depends on uh, who's gotten work through the day. And the guys are waiting there to be contracted out into some generally construction work. Right. So the guys are waiting there with spirit levels and uh, and sponge rollers and stuff. Um, so it can it can range. Sometimes there's under the under the sixty, and sometimes it's over the sixty. Unfortunately, and we can't meet the needs. Um, when we when we're under the sixty, we have a little bit of fun of going around um, to the other areas that we've uh, we've uh, worked out. People are waiting for not waiting for people are. Um, hungry. Hungry, mm-hmm. yeah. So there are a couple of parks around there. There's Norwood Park and there's Cheltendale Park. Um, and the driver knows the route and goes out and, and offloads. S- so 60 is obviously the maximum then. So you would never make more than 60 meals, Vicky? Sometimes I make, like, like when they come, like some of them, they like to come every day. I say, no, this is only for <laughs> Wednesday. They say, please talk to your boss. Must bring us every day. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, we can't. So <laughs> if I got extra plate, I just send it. Because that, that would be my next question. Um, there are a lot of restaurants in Norwood and some also in Orange Grove and Lubotha. And you wonder kind of what the relationship between restaurant owners and those in the streets are. Um, we know that there's a lot of um, – well, we don't know. <laughs> I'm asking. Um, are, are there leftovers? Does a restaurant make X amount of – fish and chips on a day or only to order and I, what happens to food that is left over and I'm not talking about people's leftovers now at no. all I'm not talking about that I'm talking no. about uh, stock I guess I think a lot of uh, a lot of that goes into the planning and you, you try not to have leftovers in your 
your your the whole goal really is to make sure that you're you're planning and you're, you're serving fresh. Um, and if uh, uh, if there are leftovers sp- uh, specifically from a function or something like that, um, very often that'll be built into staff meals, back into feeding um, uh, staff from the restaurant itself. So when people walk past, as in, as in the case with you, Vicky, when people walk past, they know you supply very good food on a Wednesday, and it might be Tuesday afternoon, and they're feeling a little bit hungry. Um, do you have that capacity to feed, or is it something that, no? No. Can, can no. I just yes. interject here? Um, Vicky's business is a business, yes. and it's very scalable, and she yes. would be delighted to be making many more than 60 meals a week. So it's it's just about the funding. So when it comes to giving food as a kind of a, a, a charity drive, we at this point have access to that amount of funding. Yeah. If anybody wanted to contribute, then she'd be delighted over the moon. And but but aside from that, you know, there's the opportunity of just selling meals. So yes. if anybody wanted to purchase those meals for themselves, for their staff, or whoever, so I think there's it's not a capacity issue on Vicky's part. Right. It's more of a funding issue. Right. So in other words, if you had a funder who could do. Mondays, yeah, you could do. 100%. You would this, between the three of you, you would happily facilitate mm-hmm. Mondays and Wednesdays. I think that. that I think, sorry to jump in there. I think that was an idea Please that we had in, in the beginning um, that we were going to start out and see how this rolls out, right? Um, and and see if there was any opportunity for growth and to build this into a, into a slightly larger operation, um, if the opportunity presented itself. Um, if uh, and we're calling out, we're going to take this opportunity right now mm. to call out, and if anybody wants to uh, to sponsor another day. In the week, we're willing to offer our logistical support um, and make sure that those uh, extra 60 meals a week, uh, a week are delivered to people in need. And how long have you been doing this for? From last year. <laughs> From last year. Last year, May. Last year, May. February. Was it February? Almost two years. And yeah. in those two years, kind of um, the, the 60 people that you feed, um, they haven't grown in number. They haven't lessened in number. Am I right? No, they are going up. Instead to go down, they are getting more, more. more, more. Do you, do you, are there more people there on a Wednesday lunchtime than there are any other day of the week? They no. come nearly every day. I say no. Only Wednesday <laughs> we are giving for free. Not every no. day. I think it's, it's uh, pretty consistent. It's uh, consistent. Monday, Tuesday, Friday. The guys are there Saturday and Sunday as well. But So it it's not really people aren't difference. coming in extra because I think but I think many people fear that if you start, um, you know, I remember speaking to a guest who was very involved with help, help, uh, distributing at that time blankets mm-hmm. um, on Mandela Day. Mm-hmm. And he was almost panicking about a stampede because the, the, the need... was much greater than what he could fulfill. And a colleague was telling me he has in the past taken all his 10 rand notes to give to people and run out before he's got to maybe 60 people. Maybe he could give 10. Um, And I think there's a fear of giving because you can't fulfill that capacity. That's why we have Anthony because Anthony has no fear (laughs) of anything. Yes, he's he's strong, he's robust, he gets it. And uh, and he's tough, you know. And I run a kosher restaurant. Like, <laughs> I, I, I cannot take right. care. Of um, but we actually haven't we haven't seen. You know, we at first we had a little bit of difficulty marshalling the uh, the crowds. Right. Um, but then we worked that out, and uh, and we managed to control and we make sure that that uh, it's been supervised and people aren't coming for seconds and thirds and and everyone's. Which is heartbreaking because yeah, I'm sure you know you want to get you want to you do. But you everyone needs everyone needs to get as well, and yeah. we really haven't seen that. That uh, there's one day of the week that there's uh, uh, that many more people. That sort of fluctuates up and yeah. down, and there's an average. So I guess what I'm asking you is, is there a fear that 
or even not even a fear, but that you go there with 60 meals. And that day there are 100 people because 40 other people are really hungry. They've heard about this opportunity oh. for food and they come. We've been maybe, maybe 10 under. And then maybe, what do you do? Maybe, Go back maybe, to Vicky's restaurant? No, mm-hmm. unfortunately, unfortunately, at that point in time, we say that's, uh, that's, that's it. Yeah, you that see. Is the that's the that capacity. Around. That's, that's the, the capacity, capacity at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's a, that is a difficult to say, but it, uh, that is. Look, I, I guess one thing working in the restaurant industry is you get to know how much to buy of everything and how much to cater. So you, yes. you have a strict idea of what is needed for every day. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Um, what would it be to? How much would it cost to sponsor? Oh, new new meat prices. <laughs> new prices so must have gone up. So, yeah. so, so it's so a year and a half back. A year and a half back. I think when, when Vicky started, it was a. Sixty rand a meal. Uh, it's sixty rand a meal. Thirty rand a meal. Thirty rand a meal. Yeah. Sorry. So sixty people times thirty. Thirty rand a meal, but I think that was a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So can we say realistically forty rand a meal? I think the 35 is the 35. the 35 random meals for the 60, so that's 1,800. But, plus but the, the 60 is also like quite a random number. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think that you have to sponsor 60 meals. You can sponsor 10 meals, and then we just go from 60 to 70. You know what I mean? It's not. So, right. Yeah. So basically you're saying if you've got any form of sponsorship, irrespective of what it is, oh, it doesn't have to be contact system, you, yeah. and then you will um, either. Yeah, we'll support. You'll we'll facilitate. Yeah, you'll facilitate. It's, you know, the, the success of this project, and this is because I've been thinking about these questions bef- before the interview, is that the, it's like three pieces of the same puzzle. Right. So, you know, nobody's overstretched. Everyone's doing what they want to do. Right. And that's why it's, you know, from a sustainability perspective, it's, it's, sustainable. it's like no one's feeling sort of burdened by this project. Vicky's building a business. It's fantastic for her. She makes the most incredible meals. Anthony sent me a photograph the first day. I couldn't Ooh. believe what I was seeing. Yeah, they were like food and home meals. It's yeah. Just, uh, yeah, so, so beautiful, so dignified. It's, and as Anthony was saying, warm, nourishing, home, cook, home cooking. In a dignified way. Not eating it, eating it out of a container with a fork and some salt. <laughs> You mentioned. <laughs> Absolutely. So it was like three people who kind of came together at the exact right time, and everyone's just kind of doing what they want to do. So you know, if anybody wants to contribute, fantastic. But you know, it's it's it's. I think this thing is just going to continue mm. because it just is easy. Yeah, we'd love to get it to a point where um, where it's not that not as easy as that. We want to be. I'd actually. I'm always looking for a little bit of a stretch. I think it might be the death of me, but a little <laughs> bit a little bit of a stretch is so that we can grow this to a point where we've got a business um, on its own that feeds. Yeah. Every day of the week, yeah. um, and the people and the people uh, involved in that business, running that business, allocate part, a driver, right? And they're, you know, yeah. they're also part of part of the empowerment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it sounds absolutely fantastic. So, if anybody would like to be in touch with you, who should they contact? Uh, all three of any, you. Any yeah. of us. <laughs> any of you got our number? Should they contact no, me? I think they could, no. come, uh, they could come through myself. Okay. Yeah, if I give an email address, it's just Anthony at next-door.co.za. Okay. I think by now probably everybody in our community, Anthony, uh, knows you. I mean, I don't think anybody <laughs> doesn't know. Am I that loud? Yeah. That, might be, that might be confusing you with Steve. Uh, <laughs> which could that happen, but Steve, that wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, if the guys want to come and chat to the restaurant or just send through an email, that so, we can, so the we truth can is, through there. So this is Anthony from Next Door Kosher yeah. Restaurant and RTG Next Door. You are kind of like a celeb in the community. Serious. <laughs> Everybody knows Anthony. Nobody doesn't oh, know Anthony unless oh. because they're confusing you with I thought Steve. Thought I was like hiding away in the corner there. Somewhere. No, 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 no. So anybody who would like to be in touch with Anthony can be. Um, have you, if, assuming you do get sponsorship, are there different areas you'd like to look at? Mm, there are. 
Um, there are. I have one particular uh, charity in mind. I've already been speaking to them for, uh, for about a year already. There's a, a girls' home in Berea. Uh. Um, there's a there's a young a young chap. Uh, uh, Rosada Goldblum, um, a friend of mine, uh, not Goldblum, I've got the name wrong there. Um, and he is, uh, he's running that, uh, charity, uh, trying to assist, uh, this home that, uh, looks after young ladies who have taken off the streets. Hmm. Um, there's a human trafficking problem going on in the, in the city and they're looking after kids there. So we would like, I would like that one to be our next day. And that would kind of equal out the, the men on uh, <laughs> yeah. Louis Roach, the women on the, the Berea Road. It would help kind of. Yeah, uh, there's, there's definitely no shortage of people no. that are in need of no. food. Well, I have to congratulate you. Um, Vicky, um, your, your, your food, you say, traditionally is that you serving pop and gravy within your restaurants as well and yes. fish and meat and. And the the, me, the meal that you provide, you said, is pup, two veggies, and then is it always the same kind three of three? Sorry, three <laughs> veggies. I apologise. Is it, does the the third, the protein, as it were, does that change on a weekly basis? Sometimes, like now, I'm doing beef. The following week, it's chicken. So it's variety. a variety, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people, and, and the, the the kind of sixty people that you speak. Do you start to recognise them? Do you know them? Do you? Learn more about them. Um, I've uh, unfortunately haven't been as uh, as hands on on the di- uh, the distributing of the food. Um, I've got some my drivers and assistants mm-hmm. who are running through mm-hmm. there, so I'm not there every week. Mm. Okay. And you, Vicky, I'm sure have rec- start to recognise the people outside your restaurant, <laughs> saying, yeah. "How many?" Well. <laughs> so you're well known with an orange crowd as well. You know me very well, everybody. Well, thank you to uh, for all three of you for coming in. I appreciate it, and um, well done on an initiative which, in a way, seems so simple and yet is so effective in terms of contributing to our our little city. Thank Welcome. you. Thank you for Thanks having us. <coughs> Thank you. That was Victoria Matlabe, Anthony Sachs, and Tammy Levine, who are working in a collaboration to feed some of the people in Orange Grove. Thank you very much.